0: Hey y'all, welcome back to my podcast, Better Yourself. I'm the host, Ashley Nicole, and let's go ahead and get into today's episode. Okay, so, hey y'all. Um, today's going to be quite a different podcast episode that I haven't done before, obviously. Um, I'm actually really excited. And I also just realized that since, like, I'm recording today, which is Tuesday, March 30th, that a podcast episode went out today, which I didn't think about. <laughs> um, what's my podcast even called? Oh, it's called Better Yourself. Um do 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 Anyway, I have been watching a lot of movies recently. Okay, where's right there? Better yourself. Oh. No, I just want to see my most recent Episode, ugh, that's sad. Okay, never mind. Why can't okay stop? Okay, so first of all, how has my day been? So like I said, it's March thirtieth. It is eleven twenty one in the morning. I keep forgetting that's still the morning. Like it's not nighttime anymore. Like I, I thought it was the afternoon, but it's still technically the morning. But it feels like two p.m. or something. But it's the morning anyway. Um, today, well, this week is actually spring break, which is super exciting. Um, not really exciting for me. Well, in one sense, yes, but in another sense, no. Not really exciting for me because it's basically been spring break for like a week because I've been done with school for like two weeks now. Also, just to update on graduating early, I did email my counselor today, but since it is spring break, she's not going to respond until Monday, April 5th, I think. Um, so yeah. Also, I have to take the PSAT, I think, like, the 16th of April? Um, I don't really know. Somewhere in April. And then, I also have to- No, it's the 13th of April, I think. Yeah, that seems right. And then, I also have a dentist appointment because (laughs) I have a cavity. That is so sad, literally. Literally. But I have a cavity, so I have to get it filled or whatever. Well, drilled, then filled. And that's sometime coming up in April. But yeah, so it's spring break, which like I said, in a sense is good because I don't have school, but I haven't had school for two weeks because I've been done with school. But also it's like good in a sense. No, did I just say good? No, I think I just said the bad. But it's good in a sense because like I don't feel like I even need to do school. Like I don't feel like I need to do corrections or anything like that. Also, I... I've been doing corrections for algebra and my grade went from a 76% C to a 84% B. So the only grade that's not an A or B is Spanish, which is a C, which is just because of, uh, I think like three portfolios. She gives me such bad grades on portfolios, which I don't know why, because I, I literally follow the directions. So, but I don't feel like doing them again. So I'm I'll just stay with my C for Spanish, (laughs) because Spanish is an elective anyway, so I don't really care. But, before we get into today's episode, which is going to be all about competition dance, let me talk about some, like, movies that I've been watching. So, actually, so I tried to start watching Chasing Waterfalls today. It came out March 20th, so 10 days ago. But, like, I went to watch it, and, like, I clicked on the link and everything, but, like, it that wasn't the right movie, and I was really confused, and I was literally watching it for an hour, and I was like, this has nothing to do with the description of the movie, so that's that, but I was watching, um, I've been watching a lot of Hallmark movies, which, in a sense, I love Hallmark movies, but I hate them because they're so like animated, and it's like the same person over and over, especially Danica McKellar. She looks like the girl in Austin Alley, and I think she might be that girl, but I'm not positive. Um, I don't really know, but she looks like it at least. Um, but she's in like, let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8... 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 Hallmark movies that I found. But I watched my one and only, Love and Design, Flip That Romance, The Sweetest Heart, and I think that's all for the Hallmark movies. Well, there was more, but I can only go like back... So far from, like, continue watching it. And then I watched Two Hearts, which was really cute. That might be a Hallmark one. I don't really remember. No, I don't think so. I don't know. And then I watched Two Minutes of Fame, which was really good. I'm pretty sure, like, I've watched that before. But I don't remember watching it. Like, while I was watching it, I was like, wait, I feel like I've seen this. But I was like, wait, but did I? I don't really know. And then one of my... Top two favorites is called The Duff. It came out in twenty fifteen. That seems crazy. But that was such a good movie. Bella Thorne was in it. She's in a lot of movies, actually. She's also in I've watched some of the movies she's in. Um and Midnight Sun. That's a really good one. I also watched part of Insta Famous, but it was like really weird. And Chick Fight, that was a really good show. Or not show, but TV. Or not TV, but um uh I forgot what it's called now. She has a movie called OnlyFans Selling Sexy. I did not know that. That's weird. Um. Yeah, and then the number one movie for my continue watching that I love the absolute most was called Instant Family. This guy, I need to see what his name is. Mark Wahlberg, I think is how you pronounce it. Not really sure. I love him. He's a guy from Ted. He is so funny, like, I love it, he's hilarious, um, so, yeah, that was really good, and it was so cute and sweet, so, I loved that, I also want to watch Bad Trip, which seems really good, because that, I think that dude is in it, that is really funny, Eric Andre, I think is his name, well, I think that's the person who I'm talking about, and then the Wedding March, there's a Wedding March, March, which is, like, the original, and, like, Wedding March 2, Resorting to Love, Wedding March 3, Here Comes a Bride, Wedding March 4, Something Old, Something New, and then Wedding March 5, My Boyfriend's Back. I also want to love, I also want to watch Love at Shore, I think that's actually a Hallmark movie, but, yeah, this, because he's in a lot of those type of movies, but, yeah, really, really good I just go to the movie and then I look at the related movies and then I like click on those and then I watch those ones <laughs> um so yeah okay that is that let's go ahead and get into Taste podcast episode actually I want to talk about my day first just real quick woke up at 2 45 I got around like five hours and 45 minutes of sleep last night and Went to the gym, I hit arms and abs, so bicep, tricep, and then abs, and I had some breakfast already today, I got an eating breakfast like an hour ago, and then I've just been watching movies, and I think that's like all I did today, I did go on the treadmill for I think like 30 minutes, and then 15 minutes later, well earlier, but like after the 30 minutes, and I think that's about it, so, Okay. Let's get into today's episode, which is, I don't know the exact title, but I'm pretty sure it's around, like, it's close to the title that is, I did competition dance for nine years, or it's going to be, like, my experience with competition dance, something like that. So, long story short, I did competition dance for about nine years. Um, I, this isn't long story short, it's, like, long story, short, no, short story long, I don't know, <laughs> but it's a... I'm gonna say how it was tell you how it is you know what I mean so I did competition dance ever since I was a little kid I did go on and off with it so when me and my family lived somewhere that we don't live right now I don't know if I've said the place so that's why I'm not gonna say it just for safety reasons but when we lived there I did dance starting at the age of I think two or three and then until no I started at two and then when I was four I stopped at like three because then when I was four we went we moved to the house where I'm currently at which was actually my birthday present for when I was four but when I was a little kid at that dance studio two to four um I would have like recitals and everything and I would go up there but I would stand still like I was too scared but when I would go to my sister's dance competitions because she was on the competition team but since I was only two three and four I wasn't like old enough to be on it I don't think at the time or I just didn't want to be on it I don't really remember um but I would know all the dances that my sister would do and I would do them I literally sit up out of my seat while the competition was going on while there's hundreds of people that I don't even know and like they're not like my friend's parents or like grandparents or like anything like that like I completely never seen them total strangers but I would dance in front of them. But, like, in front of my seat, you know? But at the recital, where it would be, like, my friend's grandparents and, like, mostly people that I know. Because where I, um, lived was a small, very small population. Very small. So you knew literally everyone. Like, my dad knows everyone. <laughs> like, <clears throat> there's something in my throat. But, like, when we go, I don't know, down there, or up there, wherever, when we go there, um... I don't really know location good. That's why I said up there or down there. I don't know where it's at compared to where I am. I think it's, I don't know. But when we go there, he like will be going down the streets and he'll be like, yeah, so this is, this is house. I went to high school with him. Oh, I know her. You know what I mean? Like he just knows everyone. So that's that. Oh, yeah, after I was four, we moved to this house. And I'm pretty sure when I was five, I went to L.A. dance. And then I went to Steppin' Stars. And then I went to where I just previously went to dance, which... I'm not going to say where. (laughs) Just because, like, reasons, I guess. No, well, that sounds bad if I say reasons. There's nothing bad with the studio. I literally love them all. I love all the dancers and I have a really close relationship with the studio owner, but it's just, like, safety reasons. Like, it's kind of weird if... just never mind. <laughs> I'm just looking out for people. Anyway, let's start... I have a few things that I want to, like, elaborate on them. So I want to talk about the training, competition, prep, competitions, and then under competitions, like the scoring, age group, levels, and then just the dances, and then money, and stuff like that. And then I'll go ahead and talk about my experience with all the different dance studios and stuff like that. But I'm not going to call out any dance studios. So, be aware of that. First is training. So, when you go into, like, your training, like, I'm pretty sure mine, the highest it was up to was four days a week. And it was... 16 hours per week about so it was about four to five hours per day um you go in there she talks to you she takes attendance well whoever the teacher is um usually female well we had some male teachers and then you stretch we would do running for competition we would run for well for like competition prep or whatever we would run for 10 minutes after stretching and then you learn dances now learning dances is honestly the not the hardest part But it's hard to learn dances, not for myself, but when there's so many like little kids that don't understand the dances and the moves and like they're not getting it right right away. So it takes so long to help the little kids learn that it's like hindering your progress and your growth to learning it. But that's mostly just the training. And then competition prep. Um, There's so many things that go into your competition, competition bag, which we'll talk about in a minute. Okay, so, I didn't write a list of everything that I put in my dance bag, so I just looked it up real quick. So, I'm going to go off of this and, like, say the things that I agree with. So, your dance shoes. You have your lyrical turners, you have your jazz shoes, and then you have your ballet shoes. And then, if you have any sneakers for, like, hip-hop or ballrooms, so, like, your heels or anything like that. And then, tights, leotards, and your warm-ups. Um... Which are your company jacket, and some studios have joggers or like sweatpants. My studio, they did have sweatpants, but they didn't say our name or our company. They were just plain black, and not everyone needed them. Like, not everyone got them because they weren't mandatory. And then everything for hair, like hairspray, bobby pins, barrettes, little elastic ties for like braids, and then also just regular hair ties, combs, hairbrushes. Anything that you, like, little hats or anything for your props or whatever. And then, also remember for um, bringing, like, the tights and lingotards and warm-ups, you also need to bring stuff to wear after you're done dancing. Like, to go up on awards, like, little booty shorts, like, spandex, or leggings, whatever. And deodorant. And these little things are called fake boobs, I think. (laughs) They're, like, sticky boobs. They're, like, instead of wearing a bra, you just stick it on to your boob, basically. And, obviously, stuff that are, like, for, um, what's it called? Like, safety kit or whatever. Also, you'll have your little caboodle. That's where most of your, like hair and makeup stuff is and then glitter spray we use that a lot and then the garment bags is what we put our costumes in and double-sided tape or body glue i'd use double-sided tape a lot um obviously makeup wipes some people bring warm-up uh booties is what they're called and then yeah i think that's about really all i feel like i used to put so much more in my dance bag But now that I think about it, you really don't need that much. Like, you really don't. Um, Yeah. Okay. I think that's about it for that. So, let's go back. Okay. Next thing we're going to talk about is rehearsals. So for competition prep rehearsals prepping for the competition which usually competitions friday saturday and sunday now since like COVID, it's been different um where the studio has like i think like two or three hours or something like that to perform all their dances in that two or three hour window but before it was based on your age group and level and what the dance is um It would go at, like, that time. So, you'd go Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, depending on when your dances are. But they're not all in one group. Like, your studio doesn't go at once, like it is now. But um, you would have extra rehearsals. So, like I said, I used to be at dance four times a week for four to five hours. And since you're getting ready for competition, it would be longer. So, like, more days and longer duration and extra so, like, on weekends, you would have to go before the competition date, obviously, to perfect the dances and everything like that. Sometimes, my studio would also bring in, like, other professionals, and they would critique our dances. And they would, like, help it help it get better. So, that way, our dance owner, or, like, teacher, would get a new perspective, and they could change it because they're professionals, um, because they've done dance before and they judge dance. Um, obviously not the competition we're going to because that's cheating. I'm pretty sure anyway. Because that's like, yeah. Anyway. Um, and then competition. You have regional and national dance competitions. The only national one, actually, yeah. So there's like the names. So like there's CAR, which is Kids Artistic Review. There's Rainbow which is associated with CAR, I'm pretty sure, and then Star Power, Nexstar, um, Energy, and there's obviously more, but those are the ones that we went to usually. And for my studio, it depends on every studio, but for my studio, we would have about three to five, around four, regional dance competitions, and then one national dance competition. The one we would always go to for national dance competitions was Energy National Dance Competition. And then there's also Energy Regional Dance Competition. So if you're going to Energy National Dance Competition, you have to go to their regionals to actually basically be invited to their nationals. Because you have to get like, I think like first or second place or something like that. To actually be invited to their nationals. And then there was two places where their nationals dance competition was. <clears throat> the closest one to Michigan was Kalahari in Ohio. So that's the one we would always go to. We went there like... I'm pretty sure the studio has been to that one ever since they started. But I personally have been there f- four times I think. Or five. I don't know. Something like that. And then... Um, yeah. That's a regional that's the national and then there's regional and then the location of the dance competitions. Now this really just depends on the studio. So some studios for competitions, they'll go all over the world. Well, not usually world, but all over the United States, they'll go to Chicago for a regional dance competition. And then they might go to Florida or Ohio or places like that. But for my studio, we just stayed local and we stayed in Michigan. Now, some of the dance competitions would be in like Grand Rapids or um, Lansing, which both of those are around like two, three, four hours, about three hours on average, or in like Detroit, stuff like that. So they're far away, farther away, but they're not in a different state. They're just local. Um, but like I said, it depends on the studio. Some dance studios will go all over the uh, United States. And then more things about competitions. So, first off, we have the scoring. Going from, quote, like, worst to best from judges. Bronze, silver, gold, high gold, elite, elite high gold. Only some competitions have that. Platinum, and then only some competitions have double platinum. I don't think I've ever been to a competition where they have elite high gold. Actually, I feel like I have been to one, but I don't remember where. And then double platinum, from what I know, only rainbow has double platinum. So platinum on, like, the average dance competitions, platinum is the best unless there's double platinum. And then, quote-unquote, the worst is bronze. So, yeah. And then you have age groups. So this depends on each competition competition because each competition has its different rules but this is just like i said on average petite is 0 to 8 junior 9 to 11 teen 12 to 14 and then senior 15 to 19 and then you have the different um levels so you have beginner intermediate advanced and then in other words those are also novice instead of beginner and then intermediate and then oh there's another word for advanced but i can't think of it so but each dance competition um, calls it different things like some will be beginner, intermediate and novice, but some others will be or beginner, intermediate, advanced. I meant. But some other dance co- competitions will be novice, intermediate and then the other word they use for advanced, which I don't remember what it is. And then you have the different dances. So there's a solo, duet, trio, small group, large group, line and production. Now, like I said, this is on average. Well, for line and production, it is. And large group, small group. Okay, so obviously solo is one person. That's every single place you go. A solo is one person. A duet is two people and a trio is three people. And then for small group, large group, line production, this is where I'm just going to say the average because every dance competition is different for how many people like are in it. So small group is usually four to nine people, large group is 10 to 18, line is 19 to 25, and production is more than 25. So yeah, um, let's get into more about like the dances and like the dances I was in. So one year I had a solo, which was, cal- which was to, uh, what is it called now that I think about it? All I Can Be? No, something like that. I don't know. Something like that. I've never had a duet or trio. And then I was always in small group, large group, and then production. So, small group I was in. I can only imagine. That was like four years ago. Uh, A large group I was in was MDC Cheer. And... Oh, what's that one called? Um, Millennium? Millennium? Yeah, I think that's what what it is. And... What's their hip-hop I was in? I don't really know. That's so bad, I can't remember anything. What's that lyrical dance I was in last year? I have no idea. Anyway, and then some large group things that I was in. MDC Cheer and... I think that hip-hop was large group. I don't know. I've never been in a line. And then production is like for our studio was our whole entire studio so everyone would be in production not all studios do that though so yeah and now we get into my favorite part i love talking about money money is like my favorite thing like i love budgeting saving money spending money not spending money just like recklessly but like spending money and investing money, and stuff like that, and I love budgeting money, like, I want to help everyone budget money, and I'm so invested in houses, and, like, real estate, and everything like that, like, whenever I go past a house, I want to know, first of all, who lives there, and, like, their background, like, how much money they make, and what job they have, their job description, depends on what job they have, and, um, if they're in any stocks, like if they invest their money, 401k, stocks, real estate, anything like that, and I want to know how much they bought their house for, how much they put into their house, and what they did into their house, and how much they're going to sell it for, or plan on selling it for, really. So, I always want to know those things, which is weird, but it's like, I like it. So, now we get into the money part. I feel like I'm, I'm going to be like such a good adult with money. I keep saying these words so wrong. Like, I just said adult wrong. But, anyway. First is a training. So, training, which what I mean by training is I would go Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays. That was my schedule for last year. So, give me one second. Okay. Actually, let's start up with the startup tuition. Usually, that's around $20, just to start up. And then, like I said, the training, I'm pretty sure it depends on what, like, if you're doing regular comp, like competitive, or if you're doing, what are the other names for it? I don't know. But regular is only two times a week, and then the other one is three times a week. But I'm pretty sure the most is $200. And then costumes, that's where it really depends on how much dances you're in. The most dances I was in was four. And costumes are anywhere from 50 to, like, 150 on average. So we'll just say 350 for me. This is not all correct numbers or anything. This is just an average estimate because I have no idea. Competitions, we had four competitions. Each competition just to, because it depends, like, what dances you're in, like if you're in a solo, I'm pretty sure it's like $95 per solo. Um, and then if you're in a duet or trio, it's like 75 or something. And then for production, it's like 40 or something. And then small group, large group, it's different amounts of money. But I want to say on average, every competition was around 125 So 125 times four is, I'm not good at math, but we'll figure it out. 125 times 2 is 250, so 250 times 2, 500, yeah. Okay, and then merch. What I mean by merch is your studio's, like, first of all, warm-up jacket. Ours was, I think, around 125, because it had rhinestones all over it. And then the pants, which were not mandatory, so I'm not going to, well, I will include that. No, I won't not everyone gets it. But some, some people do get merch that says, like, your logos um, in your dance studio. On, like, sweatpants, jackets, sports bras, um, backpacks, stuff like that. So, I'll just say... I probably spent around 200 I think. Yeah, about that. And then, makeup. Depends on what brands you get, obviously. So, on average... Because I... Would get drugstore brands, but almost everyone else at my dance studio, like most of the older girls though, like if they weren't little kids, you know what I mean? So anywhere from like 10 and up, they would always get like MAC and like, um, I can't think of any bigger name brand, Tarte, stuff like that. So we'll say about two fifty, and that's being generous because makeup is expensive and then hair stuff, so like bun, hairspray. We'll say about 150 just because it really does add up over the time. We'll be nice. We'll say 100 And then you have traveling fees. So this really just depends. So when I say traveling fees, I mean hotels and then we'll do food. So for food, I'll say about $100. Well, no. But you don't have to get food as a thing. Like, you can pack it. But, like, on your way to a dance competition, you, like, always get food. Like, you and your family like me and my dad get food you know what i mean Um, let's see we had four competitions it would probably be around like 20 dollars each or like total i mean so 20 40 60 80 we'll say 100 just because that's only for two people so yeah and then traveling fees like hotels so sometimes like i said competitions are friday saturday sunday so like if you go to lansing i'm not going to drive three hours every single day especially if i'm going to be there for three days straight so i'm not going to drive three hours there and then three hours back and then three hours there three hours back three hours there three hours back back. you know what i mean so traveling fees i'll say what it's usually 150 a night so 150 times two which would be 300 oh i'm i'm really stupid Oh no, that was one twenty five last time. Anyway, so around three hundred dollars because Friday and Saturday night per hotel. So I think I only stayed in a hotel once, but most people stay in a hotel like three times. So we'll just say five. We'll say six hundred on average, I guess. But then you have to think about Kalahari. That was the most expensive thing ever. Okay let's add all of this up do I even have a calculator on my iPad I don't think so and my math is not good so I'm gonna have to look this up on Safari um, right here okay so we have a $20 startup fee and then you have $200 for training and then I keep having to like click twice to go through the slides. Five hundred for competition. Three fifty for costumes. That's honestly being really generous. Two fifty for makeup. Oh, I, went, I did that wrong. And then a hundred for hair. That's being generous too, actually. Um, three twenty five for merch. 600 for a hotel and everything and then 100 for food jeez yeah this is why i didn't do dance mine was definitely more expensive than this though because this was just an estimate but that all comes to 2455 mm, let's add another 500 yeah it was about three thousand dollars i would say for for an average estimate and still for the people that were in like ten dances, which some like people in my studio were in like ten dances, theirs would be like four thousand dollars and like one thousand dollars just in costumes. So it definitely depends on like how many dances you're in and which basically depends on how good of a dancer you're in, how good of a dancer you are, I mean. Um, but definitely depends how many dances you're in. Depends on costumes, competition fees are always different, hotels are going to be different, especially now because, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, competitions. Only the studio is only there for like an hour, so you're not going to need a hotel, um, and everything like that. Also, that didn't even factor in the national dance competition. I'm pretty sure, um, if I'm thinking this right, it would probably be. Um, mm, around a thousand dollars to go to Kalahari, and that's that's being pretty generous because if you stay at Kalahari, you have to get a room which is very expensive. Let me tell you, I'm pretty sure their suites are like three hundred th- or not three hundred, but I wish they're were hundred, like three thousand. And then you need like the water park passes. If you get that, if you don't get it, why are you even staying at Kalahari? And then you have all the food you're going to be eating. You're probably going to be eating takeout unless you're in a suite, because then you have the kitchen, stove, and everything like that. And then, uh, when you go grocery shopping for all of that food and more makeup and hair stuff, because usually you you like you always forget at least one thing when you're going to a different state. So it really just depends, but I would say it's around three thousand on average per season. So we spent a lot of money for me to do dance. And I'm very thankful that I did dance. It's just not one of my hobbies anymore. It's, I fell out of love with it. I'm pretty sure since COVID, it just, dance didn't bring me joy after that. It really didn't. Which I hate to say because I used to love dance and it was my favorite thing to do. But now I like working out and going to the gym more than I've ever liked dance. Going to the gym is something that I love. Going to dance is something that I used to dread. One, one is because my stomach used to always hurt. Oh, that would be the worst. We would be at competitions and we would like... Because you have to get there two hours early for my studio anyway. That's like our protocol or whatever. Um, so if your dance is at 10, you have to be there at 8 or... Probably seven thirty when the doors open, so you'd practice for like an hour. So from well, usually like forty five minutes. So nine fifteen till ten, you'd be practicing before you go on stage. So from nine to ten fifteen, you're basically getting ready and just practicing with your friends. Then that's when nine or ten, yeah, nine fifteen to ten, you're practicing with the uh, studio owner or teacher. Our studio owner was a teacher. That's why I keep saying that. Because, first of all, she's the most amazing person ever. I used to babysit her kids all the time. And, first of all, her kids are the sweetest and cutest kids ever. And her, herself, I love her. Like, she's such a nice, genuine, kind type of person. And she, even though she's, like, just a dance teacher, she's so much more. Like, she's a friend and she was a mother figure to me. Because I didn't have a mother. Well, I I did, obviously, because, like, I wouldn't be here if I didn't have a mother. But, like, I don't. You know what I mean? Like, she's out of my life. And my studio owner was always that for me. And she was amazing. I love her. And we had a really close bond, which was really nice. Especially, I feel like she has that with a lot of her dancers. Especially the ones that have been doing it for years on years. And... They literally have been there since the beginning of the dance, like when it opened here and then all the way up until their senior year was their last year. But yeah, anyway, that's all about dance. I know I really didn't say about like my experiences, my experiences or anything, just because I really don't have any like crazy experiences to share. Like dance was an amazing sport, contradicting or not contradicting, but controversial or whatever. Because some people say dance isn't a sport. Which I think if you're doing dance for fun, no, it's not a sport. But if you're doing competitive dance, I think it is a sport. I think anyway. I also think the competition is a sport. That's why I say competitive dance is a sport. But the training is a hobby, I guess, technically. And dance is just an art form. You're expressing yourself, your emotions, and your feelings, and... You're doing it with the love of uh, uh, movement. Well, yeah, movement, but dance. So, like I said, I don't really have any huge experiences or anything like that. But it's amazing winning, and I loved winning, obviously. It feels so good to win, but also to lose. You just know that you need to get better. I mean, it's not all about winning, but it definitely feels good to win. I think we all know that. But that is it for today's episode. I will talk to y'all next week. Oh, yeah, I didn't do the last segment. Um, what am I going to do for for the rest of the day? I plan on taking a shower, taking my dog in a WLK, getting ready, obviously, after my shower. And I think that's about it. I don't really have anything to do. Oh, yeah, I need to upload the vlog for tomorrow. So that's it for today. Thank you all for listening to my podcast, Better Yourself. I'm the host, Ashton Nicole, and I'll talk to you all next week. But also make sure to subscribe to my podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Radio Public, and Pocket Casts, or wherever you listen to your podcast.